Welcome to the C3 Church Noosa podcast. Stay tuned for this week's message. Hey, C3 Noosa. Uh, so bummed to not be with you in person this morning, uh, but I, I'm, I've been assured that I'm going to be invited back to be with you in person. Uh, Pastor Christian and Melissa uh, are very keen for it, and we're just so uh, enamored, I suppose, with the weather. But what can you do? It's been raining cats and dogs, so this is a better way of doing it. Uh, this morning, I'm so, so excited about the message I have for you because I believe it is so pertinent for the environment and the times we are in right now. You know, where we're seeking peace, where we're watching uh, wars and rumors of wars with things that are going on overseas. I think now is a time that we need more grace, not just the grace of God that leads to salvation, but more grace. And so this morning, as we go deeper into this message, just before we dive in, I want to pray with you. And let's lift up what's happening overseas right now, that the hand of God be there, that the favor and the protection of our Lord be upon them. Let's just close our eyes right where you're at, whether you're in the cafe or at your house right now. Father, I thank you that in this moment, you are still God. Father, we speak to the, the powers that be. We thank you that your hand be upon them, that your grace rest upon them, that wisdom and strength be upon them. Lord, that you turn the hearts of the evil ones and you protect those that are innocent in this moment. Father, that out of this, your name would be glorified in the name of Jesus. And everyone said, Amen. Hey, I want to get stuck into it. I want to read with you a scripture that means a lot to me out of James 4, verse 6 to 10. And it says this, but he gives us more grace. We could stop right there, but it says this in further that the scriptures say, God opposes the proud, but shows favor to the humble. Submit yourselves then to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Come near to God and he will come near to you. Wash your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Grieve, mourn, and wail. Kind of heavy. Change your laughter to mourning and your joy to gloom. Humble yourselves before the Lord, and he will lift you up. You know, there are, there are a couple of players in this, in this scripture that I want to pull out. Uh, the first one, the first player, which is probably the main player, is God. You know, we're talking about here uh, to try and get our head around who God is, that he can actually do these things for you, that he can pour out more grace upon you. Well, in reality, just in the name that he is God, the all-powerful, the all-knowing, the creator of the universe, that, that one word from him set the world's into being, that one word from him brought everything that we see in and around us into life and into creation. He is the God. There are no hindrances on him. There is nothing he cannot do. It's up to him and he can actually formulate and change and bend rules to suit what he wants. And so when we're talking about this player within this story here, that he is God. There is no limitation on him. The second player in it is that it's you and I, the fallible ones, the ones that uh, mess up. I don't know about you, uh, but I know me. I know the things that I've done wrong. I know the shortcomings. I know the things I should have done that maybe I haven't done. I know the things uh, that I have done that maybe I shouldn't have done. And we're, we're all in this boat together that there is the us. We're all backgrounds and all levels of saints and sinners. 
all of us have sinned. All of us continue to struggle with fights of, of things that we're letting, letting people down, letting ourselves down. And then in other areas where we feel like we're having wins and breaking through. The reality is that there's two players in this scenario and one is God, the all-powerful, and one is us, the ones that are actually fallible, the ones that, that are limited. And so when we dive into this and we look at what is it that our Heavenly Father has for you and I, I love this word where we talk about what grace is. Grace is unearned or undeserved favor. Uh, favor can simply be this. Uh, if I walk into a room and I see two cars, uh, I'm going to favor a particular type of car. If we go to Bathurst and things are changing now with the, the offshore development of, of Holden disappearing, etc. But, but back in the good old days uh, with Ford and Holden, uh, I would show favor towards Ford. Everything we look at uh, within the state of origin, poor Christian McCudden uh, goes for New South Wales. I go for Queensland. Whenever we do certain things, whenever we go, I find a bias, a favor towards things that are Queensland around him. It's just how it is. Um, there is something that happens. When I favor something, I give it more than what it's worth over something else. When I favor something, I might give it access that someone else doesn't. If, if we are given a VIP pass, someone might come to the same door, the same entry, the same area and not be allowed in. And yet if I show favor to someone, I will allow them in and bring them through. This is what God is talking about when he says that he gives us, favor, uh, gives us grace. It's the payment for our sin. It's, the, it's his way of making good what we've made bad. I'll say that again. It's his way of making good what we've made bad. It is us getting the opportunity to be blessed again. It's us getting the opportunity uh, to, to have relationship restored again. It's us getting the opportunity to be healed. It's us getting the opportunity to see breakthrough uh, despite where we brought ourselves in this situation to this point, where, where we might have brought ourselves into a dysfunctional situation, but the grace of God takes us on further. It's one of those games and, and probably the most important game you'll ever play, but to actually repent and turn from our ways and walk in the grace that God has. So there was punishment stored up for us, but by the grace of God, we no longer have to experience that punishment. What does the grace cost me, you might ask? Well, this is the cool part that I think is the one that, that most of us as humans, if we're honest, at times struggle with, the fact that the grace from God is free. The challenge with this is that nothing in life is free. You've all heard that saying before, and it's true. For it to be given to you and I free, it cost someone something, and that someone was God in sending his son Jesus to die for us. So in essence, yes, we receive it freely and we're to give it freely. However, there was a huge cost associated to the grace that you and I experience. When we're given something, someone else always has to pay the price. And so I want us to be aware that whilst it's free, it's not free-free. There was a cost. So his grace is sufficient for all, and yet it's not enough. Now hear me out, I'm not trying to be, trying to be uh, heretical. If this makes it to the video, then obviously I'm still on there. But this is, this is what I'm trying to say. There is more grace available for you and I. 
The grace that God gave us for salvation was the beginning point. And it's from there that he says he wants to give us more grace. He wants us to experience more than what's reasonable or required for the scenario or situation you're in. In your life right now, he has more grace for you. So how do we gain access to this grace? We access this exclusively or this excessive undeserved favor, this this overwhelming uh, favoritism and grace from our Heavenly Father through doing a couple of things that are in here. One of them is to submit to God. If you haven't done this yet, then it's to accept and to yield to the superior force that God is. To actually say, God, I'm giving you reign over my life. I'm not going to live my way anymore. I'm going to live for you. The second way is to resist the devil. You know, this is a constant challenge. I don't know about you, but I get tempted every day. I get tempted all the time to do things wrong. And yet the Bible says that we can resist the devil and he will flee from us. And so there's a strength in actually stepping into this part where we're submitting to God and then we're resisting the devil and seeing him flee. And then to come near to God, to spend time with him in prayer, in the word, you know, this week with the, all the rain, uh, with what's going on, etc. you might be at home and you're going, oh, we'll just switch on church and we'll watch a bit. Don't let it stop there. Spend time with him in his presence. Spend time listening to worship music, reading his word, taking, taking a moment to have a selah moment, as it says in the way where you're thinking about and meditating on his word for your situation. Asking God, hey, God, I need, I need your wisdom in my relationship with my spouse. I need your wisdom this week in my relationship with my kids. I, I, I need your wisdom in my business, which way I should go, what I should step into. Take time to spend with him and see him work in and through you and you'll see his grace come upon you. Uh, wash your hands. This is a great one <laughs> off the back of COVID. All of us have probably washed our hands more in the last two years than ever, unless you were already OCD. But, but there is a, a reference here to washing our hands, to actually cleansing ourselves through the blood of Jesus, of our past sin, not, not holding on to, to the muck, not holding on to our sin and going, well, I'm a terrible person, I'm, but to wash your hands and live free, live clean, repent and be baptized, to, to repent and turn away from it, to purify your hearts. This is to align our heart with his. You know, there's so much stuff as a, as a giver uh, in my heart. I love that scripture that says where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. I found over the years that, that aligning my heart, being at the prayer meeting with the pastor, being, being around other men, around other families, and, and praying for a common cause aligns our hearts with God, aligns our heart with where he's taking us. And it's amazing how then my calling begins to align with the calling of God in the church. There's so much power in it. That's another whole message though. But to purify your hearts, to be where God has placed you and submitted to him. From this place, this is where the grace and the more grace of God is received. I believe is where we can operate as our best, as the hands and the feet of our Heavenly Father in the world today, which is what's really needed. You know, in Romans 12 verse 1, Paul says this, and I'm going to read and skip through a couple of verses, but it's between verse 1 and 21. Therefore I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. 
For by the grace given to me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourselves as more highly than you ought, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the faith God has distributed to each of you. Be devoted to one another in love. Honor one another above yourselves. Never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor serving the Lord. Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. And then out of 2 Corinthians 9, 8, And God is able to make all grace abound to you, so that always having all sufficiency in everything, you'll have an abundance for every good deed. This week, I want you to walk in the more that God has for you. The more grace with your spouse, the more grace with your family, the more grace with your friends, the more grace in your business, the more grace within your friendships. Let the love of God so overwhelm overwhelm you and work through you this week to show the goodness of God. Let's pray together. Father, I thank you that it's not by our might, nor by our power, but it's by your spirit, Lord. Father, that this week you help each of us to focus on you, to live in your grace, and not just your grace, but more of your grace, Father, that it would overflow our worlds, it would overflow our thinking and impact those around us, drawing them to you in this day, in the name of Jesus. Everyone said, amen. Hey, can't wait to see you face to face in the coming months. Have a great week. Be blessed. Thanks for listening to the C3 Church Noosa podcast. For more life-changing messages, visit us online at c3noosa.org. If you've been blessed by this message, please consider partnering with us financially to see the work of God continue flourishing in and through C3 Church Noosa. God bless.